Hey Impact High School students, Pastor Andy here with another week of our new series, Acting Up, that we've been doing as we're walking through the book of Acts and looking at the early church and some of the ways that they were acting up in the name of Jesus, ways that they were causing kingdom mischief. Uh, this week we're going to be looking at chapters 6 and 7 of the book of Acts and a pretty famous speech and an important moment in early church history uh, by a guy named Stephen. But we start in chapter 6 uh, just kind of looking at some of the daily function of the early church and just what was going on in that time period. Uh, it starts off with a little bit of division. Actually, there's some, some hurt within the church. It says this in, in verse 1 of chapter 6. Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. So basically there's this group of people called the Hellenists. They were kind of like Greek-speaking Jews. And they were upset at the other Hebrews because their widows weren't being treated the same way as the Hebrews' widows were being treated. And so they said, hey, this isn't fair. We should be being treated equally along with you guys. And so so uh, the church comes together in a cool way to solve the problem. It says in verse 3, uh, Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. So the disciples get together. They're like, yep, we need to solve this problem. We need to take care of these people. And so they appoint some men to do this. And that says in verses 6 and 7, They... These they set before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. So they solve the problem. They come together and say, yep, we need to love and respect each other. We need to treat each other well. Uh, and they do, and, it, and it's awesome. And then it goes on, and it, in verse 8, we see this guy named Stephen, who was one of these seven guys that had been elected to kind of take care of these widows. Uh, he is out, and he's also teaching, and he's engaging with people, and he's doing some pretty cool things. Uh, it says in verses 8, and ten, 8 through 10, And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrians and Alexandrians and those of Sicilia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen. But they could not withstand the wisdom and the spirit with which he was speaking. So uh, Stephen is, is out here, and he's preaching powerfully from the Word of God and, and a group of, of non-believers come and they're trying to kind of argue with him and, and, and basically have this theological debate with Stephen and Stephen because he's been filled with the Holy Spirit because God is empowering him to speak he speaks truth powerfully they're totally not able to like you know take him like he's he's too good he knows too much of, of the truth and he understands the Bible too well and so what do these guys do well they lie of course, they spread lies about Stephen uh, and, and untruth about him because they can't you know, face him the right way. It says this in verse 11, uh, Then they secretly instigated men who said, We have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. Uh, and then if you skip down to verse 13, it says, And they set up false witnesses who said, This man never ceases to speak words against the holy place and the law. For we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and will change the customs that Moses delivered to us. So these guys basically get a bunch of false witnesses and a bunch of liars and a bunch of people to come and 
accuse Stephen of things that aren't even true. Uh, that he's saying bad stuff about Moses. They're saying Jesus is going to blow up Jerusalem and the temple and all this craziness. Uh, and so they, they get these lies told. And then in, verse, in chapter 7, we see Stephen's response and what happens as a result. So uh, first in chapter 7, Stephen gets to respond. The high priest said, are these things so? And Stephen said, brothers and fathers, hear me. Uh, so he gets the opportunity to respond back and, and to, to kind of give an answer for these accusations against him. And what does he do? He proves his innocence in awesome fashion. Uh, all throughout his kind of speech that he gives to these people, he corrects the things that these guys said that he was doing wrong. Uh, verse 20, it, it says, uh, he starts talking about Moses, right, who he was accused of saying bad things about. At this time Moses was born and he was beautiful in God's sight and he was brought up for three months in his father's house. Then it goes down verse 23 and 24. When he was 40 years old it came to his heart to visit his brothers and the children of Israel and seeing one of them wronged he defended the oppressed man and avenged him striking down the Egyptian. Uh, down to verse 30 and 31. Now when he was 40 years old he passed uh, he, had pa he had passed an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai. So he goes through and he's talking about Moses this whole time and he describes basically the whole history of the forefathers of Israel from Abraham all the way up he even talks about like Solomon and David and these guys he basically says look here's the truth I know the truth I know the facts I know the history I'm not speaking badly about Moses I'm not lying and then he goes on and he even quotes Old Testament scripture the prophets from memory. Uh, in, in verse uh, 42 it says, But God turned away and gave them over to their worship, the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. And so he, he then quotes scripture there. And then in verse 48 it says, uh, Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands, as the prophet says. And then he quotes scripture again. So Stephen goes and he, he tells this whole story of, of Israel and Moses. And then he goes and he quotes Old Testament scripture and he proves that he knows the truth and that he's declaring the truth uh, and, and all of this stuff. And then at that, after he proves his innocence, it goes a little bit downhill. Uh, not because Stephen says anything wrong or untrue, uh, but because he then goes and he accuses these religious leaders of the wrongdoing that, that they're doing, of, the, of how they're you know, falsely accusing people and hurting people. Uh, it says in verse 51, uh, this is Stephen to the religious leaders, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit, as your fathers did, so do you. Which of these prophets did your fathers not persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you you have now betrayed and murdered. Obviously he's talking about Jesus, the righteous one. Uh, you have now received the law as delivered by angels and you did not keep it. So Stephen says, you're accusing me of all these untrue things, saying I'm lying and, and talking about Moses badly and all this other stuff. That's not true. But here's the stuff that you guys have been doing. You, you killed Jesus, the, the Messiah, who the prophets declare to be the Messiah all throughout the Old Testament. And of course, this doesn't go over well. They're not a fan of it. They don't like hearing that. And so uh, they take Stephen out to the edge of the city in a rage and they throw him outside the city walls and they begin stoning him and, and in a way to kill him. 
Um, but even in the midst of being killed by these people who lied about him and accused him falsely and did all this horrible stuff, even in the midst of that, uh, Stephen reaches out in forgiveness. It says in verse 59 and 60, And as they were stoning Stephen, so as these guys were chucking rocks at him, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep or passed away. So even in the midst of dying, he's, he's saying, you know, God, forgive them. They don't understand. Would they just know the truth? Would they see the truth and the error of their ways? Um, and so, guys, our, our main idea that we want to take a look at this week is this. Sometimes acting up will be painful, but God is with us. This, this was not easy. Stephen was falsely accused. He was mistreated. He was put on trial falsely. And then ultimately he was killed for declaring the truth, for acting up in Jesus' name. Guys, most of you will probably not ever face a situation where you're going to be stoned. But some of you will have experiences that are painful and unpleasant as a result of you speaking up and telling the truth about Jesus and who he is. But I want you to know that God is with you in those moments and that he cares for you no matter what. If you're interested in diving in a little bit more this week, as always, I've got a PDF of some diving deeper discussion questions that'll be linked underneath the video, gathered together with some friends, uh, your life group over Zoom in person, socially distanced, however, and, and dive into those if you want to do a little more. And uh, just a reminder, this Sunday night, so the 12th, we've got our first impact service together. We had to push it back because of the rain, but we're hoping for awesome weather uh, for tonight and we're super excited about that. So we hope to see you. We'll be socially distanced and worshiping and having a great time. And uh, as always, reach out if you need anything. We're here for you. We love you guys and we'll see you soon.